You're listening to The Jeff Fisher Show. First of all, let's, we're going to talk food here. I know, I know it's a surprise. Calm down. But I just want to, you know, talk a little food. There's, there's a lot of food stories, a lot of food news that you should know about. One is the egg shortage. Amazing that we've already started to kind of ration eggs. Um, a grocery chain in Texas uh, put a limit of three cartons of eggs per customer already um, because of the avian flu and the supply of egg supply is down. So beware for that. That may happen on a bigger scale across the country. Never know. But uh, eggs, the incredible edible egg in America, okay? So be ready for that. And be ready also for, oh, I don't know, the prices to go up. And then we had a story yesterday of a train uh, that hit a semi with uh, 70,000 pounds of bacon. The first story... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> the first story that I read, and I may have even tweeted it, it said, uh, train hits truck with 70,000 tons of bacon. And I'm thinking, 70,000 tons? Is that even real? Uh, but the story on the blaze uh, corrects that with 70,000 pounds of bacon. However, be ready for bacon prices to go up. Maybe not from just one truckload, but I wouldn't be surprised. Would you? <laughs> I don't think so. Now, according to psychologists, you shouldn't blame yourself for binge eating. Okay. They're real. It's a conviction of negative urgency. It might be the single largest predictor of who isn't prone to binge eating. So if you are <sighs> negative urgency, negative urgency, stop it. It's your fault for binge eating, okay? Look, I lost a lot of weight. Thanks to Take Shape for Life and Simple to Lose. And then, you know, I I still was on the program, and I still am. I still consider myself part of It's a lifestyle change. But if you don't focus on what you eat, exercise, what happens? Oh, that's right. You gain weight. It's an amazing thing. And some people struggle more than others and have struggled more than others. Now, for the first time, consumers are spending more money at restaurants than on groceries in America. Did you know that? Are you one of those people? Data from the U.S. Census Bureau shows that the U.S. consumer spending on restaurants took over the groceries for the first time at the end of 2014. Amazing. Just by a little bit. Just by, you know, point two. 50.4 billion. 
and there's 50.2 on groceries. So almost even. But still in the lead were the restaurants. That's pretty fast. That's pretty amazing. And you look at all the restaurants around, you think about how many times, and I read that and I thought, well, that can't be true, can it? And then you think, well, maybe it is. Maybe it is because, I mean, do people take their lunch with them anymore? Really? Do the majority of people take a lunchbox, sit down and have their little sandwich and cooler and chips in their little lunchbox, brown bag in it? Rare that you see that anymore, isn't it? Why? Because food is so readily available outside of your home. I love this line in the story. Well, at first, preceding this line, it says, in addition, 42% of all shoppers bought groceries at warehouse and club stores, a percent that rose slightly, 43% for millennials and 45% for Generation X shoppers. Then, finding the best prices on items regularly purchased as a top driver in why consumers select where to buy groceries which could potentially give big box stores an edge as they tend to have lower prices. Really? Thank you for that. We appreciate it. Now, for those of you that are going out, for those of you that are going out and think, you know, I'll just go to the grocery store. Instead of going to the grocery store, I'll just go to the restaurant. Well, you could get the... 1,570 calorie steak and shake, seven by seven steak burger and fries and a chocolate fudge brownie milkshake. Oh, I could probably do more calories than that, a steak and shake. But this article is giving us the (laughs) nine most calorie filled restaurant servings. That's pretty good. But I think I could beat that at steak and shake. The Cheesecake Factory Warm Apple Crisp, only 1,740 calories. Mm, Looks good, too. Then you have the IHOP Fiesta Omelet, 1,990 calories. Wow. The Sonic, look at this, a, a Sonic shake, the Sonic Pineapple Upside Down Master Blast, 2,020 calories. That's pretty That's pretty good. It's just a vanilla shake with some pineapple, right? Well, yes, plus salted caramel pie crust pieces and whipped cream in a 32-ounce cup. Mm. In addition to crossing the 2,000-calorie line, you'll get three full days of saturated fat, 61 grams, more than four days of trans fats from the pie crust, and around 29 teaspoons of added sugar. Well, I mean, if you're stopping at Sonic for the Pineapple Upside Down Master Blast, do you really care about the three full days of saturated fat? I think not. I think not. For 2,370 calories, we're back at the Cheesecake Factory for the Louisiana Chicken Pasta. I like the Cheesecake Factory, too. And that dish looks really, really good. Then you have the Outback Steakhouse, the herb-roasted prime rib, 2,400 calories. But they show a salad uh, along with your prime rib and a baked potato. 
And, of course, the one small loaf of bread that Outback gives you. I don't think you're going to do that. And then, of course, you have the Red Lobster. Create your own combination. 2,710 calories. But Red Lobster, a little mad at this study, saying, hey, hey, hey. This was dishonest when they neglected to reference other possible combinations. Yeah. And I'm sure so many people do all those other combinations, don't they? Right. The Jeff Fisher Show. The Blaze Radio Network. <laughs>